It's time for Yes, I Can Living. Entrepreneurial women all have one thing in common. We want to consistently improve our lives to be the best it can be. I'm your host, Kathy Alessandra, and I'll be interviewing inspiring women who think outside the box, color outside the lines, and live beyond the limits of their fears. They're living all in and playing full out, creating their best life and embodying Yes, I Can Living. Well, hello again. It's Kathy Alessandra, the Yes, I Can Coach, and I am excited to bring you another episode of Yes, I Can Living. Today, we are going to be talking about fashion and um, getting our yes on in that way. So I have a very special person with me, Bobby Casalina Lewis. She is a style expert, and she is hired by confident leaders who show up powerfully in the world. She styled celebrity doctor Gail Johnson, thought leader Beth Davis, and go to and is the go-to stylist for Carrie Murphy's It Factor. If you haven't checked out Carrie Murphy yet, you need to check her out too. Her work has helped clients renew relationships, gain confidence, and become client magnets. And I believe she may even have a 30-minute consultation that we'll talk about at the end of the today's show. But welcome, Bobby. I'm so excited to have you with us today. I am thrilled to be here. I've been watching your other interviewees, and I said if you can interview Joan London, and Joan London can do it, I can do it. So I'm very happy to be here. Um, Absolutely. I do, I do need to throw in just one tiny correction because she's such a dear to me, is Dr. Gail Jackson. So uh, she- My apologies, yes, got, yes, yes. My Dr. sincere Gail apologies Jackson. on that, Dr. Gail Jackson, absolutely. So today we're gonna have a little fun, um, but let's, let's, let's get a little business out of the way first and talk about you know, how and why you began your business. Well, hmm. why did I begin my business? Well, <laughs> well, it was a natural progression. I was um, a student in college. I was uh, headed for promotion and parole work, and, uh, and I actually tried out for the Ohio State Police Department. Um, from there, I went back home from Ohio and uh, uh, wanted to be a flight attendant, um, but I was born to fly, but no one would hire me because it was during the gas crisis, so I can, mm-hmm. you can kind of figure out how old I am by that. And then I waitressed and traveled and took my retirement before I went to work and was finally discovered waiting on tables uh, for an investment banker. And I went to work with the investment banker and launched a comp- helped him launch a company called Page America, which put me into the telecommunications realm, which at the time, everybody said, oh, you do advertising. So nobody knew what telecommunications was. So I went from teletype and pagers, beepers, which is what we were marketing, all the way up to and including a 40-year career, including installing all the major trading rooms on Wall Street and the tri-state area in New York, as well as the Chicago and California um, exchange floors into um, a a move to California where I worked for MCI for 12 years and introduced new technologies. And one of the technologies I introduced was a little thing called the internet. And I traveled around to major corporations and introduced the internet with Dr. Vinton Cerf, who was one of the founders. Wrote the code, the whole email code, the whole bit. And, uh, and then from there, I shifted over to um, a little company in um, a neighboring town here in El Segundo called Infonet. And Infonet was promptly purchased uh, just after I joined them by British Telecom for the account that I was hired in to handle for the Americas, a little one, you know, by the name of Nestle. 
which if you've ever traveled outside the United States, they are the supermarket. So 40 years of telecom, the last 10 years, it became brutal because there was very little innovation anymore. And the innovation part was what really drove me. I'm a people person. I love being out. I love explaining things. I love bringing new technologies and new concepts and new ideas. And uh, it just flattened out. And we were just, uh, as my husband would say, moving the deck chairs around on the Titanic. And I said, I can't do this anymore. So I stayed as long as I could to get the maximum, the maximum um, retirement benefit out of it. Mm -hmm. So um, I willed myself out of there and I, they packaged me out when I wanted. And uh, prior to that, I had started thinking, I need to get out of here. I need to, this is, I'm done with this. It served me well. I've had a brilliant career. I'm first female VP in a, a, a large firm on Wall Street, uh, you know, in the eight, early 80s. I mean, I, I did it all. I was happy. I traveled internationally. I mean, lived in New York City, had the life. And um, so around 2010, um, about three, four years before I um, decided to decided to leave and got packaged out, I said, you know, what am I going to do? So I looked myself in the mirror in your eye, in my eyes, and I said, "What lights you up? Hmm. What lights me up?" Well, I've always liked clothes. I love helping people feel good about themselves. Hmm. I think I'll do that. So, and I had. I become the go-to person all through my years because I love fashion. I love particularly style. You know, putting yourself together is really the essence of what I do and really projecting who you are and wrapping your message and, you know, putting it out there. So when you open your mouth, you look the way you sound. And uh, so I set the intention and I got out of the corporate world and, uh, and, I would be running into people after I left and we'd meet for lunch or I'd go to a networking meeting or, you know, you do all those things to find your way and find your path. I call it scratching and sniffing. I did a lot of scratching and sniffing. And uh, people always said, oh, I knew I was going to see you. So you motivated me to put on a pop of color or you motivated me to put on a, my jewelry or you motivated me to do this, that or the other thing. So I thought, oh, motivation. Hmm. I, I motivate people to, to style. So, and I just put one foot in front of the other on the path and it just keeps going. There you are. You know, it's funny you say that because it motivated me. I've got my little Kendra Scott earrings on today. I have my yes necklace on. Color, I'm all in color. Yeah, you'll never find me in black, but, uh, but there's always color. Well, speaking about the same, this idea of motivating people to dress too, right? When, when the pandemic um, hit and we were in quarantine and there were all these meetings going on um, online, you started a great series that seems to have taken off. People are, you know, posting that they're trying to do it. And it was called, I believe, Dress for the Day You Want, something like that. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because clearly that's, a, you know, a bit of a pandemic pivot that you made. But also, you know, tell me about that, how that came up and, and what it is. That's a great story. And you know me, I have a story for everything because there's two <laughs> things in my life that don't, I won't abide. Doing anything that isn't fun. Mm -hmm. and spending money, spending time doing something that doesn't have some, some value. Yeah. You know, it's got to have some value. So it was at the very beginning. I remember it was April 4th. So we were all just beginning to understand what had happened. Right. And um, I co-chair a, um, a committee, which is like a group at the LAX Chamber of Commerce. And, um, and it's called Lifestyle Group, How to Live a Five-Star Life. And I was supposed to be the speaker 
for our our meeting that month and uh and i didn't want to do it because it was going to be the very first zoom meeting that they had done and i was like i don't want to do zoom i don't feel this i'm still reeling you know from all this i don't want to do it i don't want to do it so i called up the the chamber and i said you know can i get out of this and they were like no come on bobby you can do this you've spoken in front of room four people i said but i'm not feeling it i'm just I'm so sad with what's going on and I'm so disoriented. I, I, I don't think I can do my best. Like they said, look, whatever you do is going to be good enough. So I said, okay. So I set up in my living room. I set up in my living room. I set up my laptop. I set up my phone so that I could, you know, have that, that dual thing. I was standing. So I had a rack of clothes behind me because I was going to talk about some pairings and some ideas. I was talking about 10 wardrobe essentials. And, um, and we had like 20 some odd people on the call. And I put on my makeup, I got dressed, I even put on shoes, you know, the whole thing. And I got in there and I did it. And while I was still made up, and I'm gonna give kudos to Carrie Murphy for a lot of things, but in particular this one, she says, you know, while you're made up and while you've got your hair on and all that kind of stuff, shoot a couple of videos. Don't just do one, shoot a couple. So there my iPhone was in front of me after we finished and everybody had a blast and they couldn't thank me enough because it was like something else to talk and think about other than what was going on. And everybody had a good time and it was nine o'clock in the morning, right? So anyway, so I take my iPhone, it's on, it's still on the tripod and I did whatever I could with lights. And, um, and I just, I did a Facebook live, which I had never done a Facebook live before. And I had to figure out then how to save it so that I could keep the video. So I did a Facebook Live and I told the story that I didn't want to do this, that I did it anyway, and that I got dressed and out of my mouth came, I dressed for the day I wanted, not for the day I was given. And it just went from there. And I was like, and everybody that heard that went like, oh, that's exactly it. And that, 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 that. So for 48 days following that, I produced a video every single day about basically my journey through the time of, you know, of adjustment and what I was wearing each day and what I was dressing for. And, um, and it got tremendous traction. I did stop doing it um, right after the George Floyd um, situation and because I just felt it wasn't the right tone for what was going on. Um, so I've, popped a few out since that, but 48 days was, you know, 48 days in a row, I put out, I put out content and I got so much unbelievable feedback. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Gosh, I thought I was the only one, you know, kind of thing. So, so being able to be candid and be open and to take my, my interest, my business to a whole new level, because when you're dealing with mindset and you're dealing with how people feel and how they feel about themselves and what sometimes is such a, um, seems like such a minor detail to you can make such a huge difference and affirmation for someone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now, I mean, I even have guys saying, you know, do what Bobby says, you know, dress for the day you want. <laughs> So, uh, I know before this goes live, hopefully I will have secured the domain name so that I, <laughs> so there isn't somebody else out there. So I think I'll do that. I'll make sure I give you time before we uh, <laughs> click the publish button on this. 
<laughs> you know, but it's, it's fascinating because, I mean, when you think about it really, truly, this, you know, when you get dressed in the morning, I mean, it does, I mean, your whole morning sets the tone for your day. And when, when you know, for a time there, we were putting on, uh, you know, leggings, women, you know, just exercise pants or whatever, or, and some, some were dressing for the top up, but some weren't even really doing that. It was just, you know, whatever you had to do, but it does set such a different um, tone in your whole body and your whole mindset, right? To put on some jewelry or actually put on perfume. I've done, I've even done that. And that just, you know, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Um, and putting on shoes mm -hmm. uh, today, I, d I decided that I wanted to, um, I wanted it sort of last blast of summer. So I put on these Capri jeans that have palm fronds on them because that's what I, I wanted to be held in that. And then I put on the charcoal top to go with it and then a light gray jacket over the outside. But thankfully it's warm enough. I don't need the jacket right now. So, I know. so I've got this, but I was very intentional when I went into my closet and I always do this anyway. I just kind of like, who am I today? You know, who am I? Because my husband says, I never know who's coming out of that closet. <laughs> so, but, um, but today, and then also um, putting on something that will give you a little bit of boost for a funny reason, you know, or a silly reason, or, you know, it's like, wow, these jeans are about six years old and they fit and I've got a little extra, you know, oh, space. I'm like, all right, you want to set your day off right, put on something that's too big for you. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. So are you going to, I mean, that you really, I mean, part of the story of that was you started doing it because you saw a need and it was really filling almost your cup in the way of putting it out there and being really authentically open with people about how you were feeling and, and sharing that and letting them know they're one and alone. Um, is this something that you think will, you'll continue? Is it, I mean, clearly, I mean, we're not in lockdown like we were, but we're still not getting together we're still not you know there's not really you know networking events or big large conferences or that kind of stuff and um are you finding people are really starting to pick back up or i don't know yes yes and yes okay. yes i'm going to continue and yes people are starting to pick it up because things aren't going to be the way they used to be yes agreed here at the end they're going, they're going to be eventually, and I think the eventually, I, I'm big into astrology lately, so that eventually, according to the nine astrologers that I follow and read excessively, <laughs> um, it's not that far off. It's not that far off. We're coming, we're going to come, the veil is going to lift, the smoke is going to lift, you know, the phoenix is going to come out. We're going to walk into the age of Aquarius. I mean, you know, it's going to, things are going to change. They're just going to change. So I think um, it's still extremely important to use what you have, which is most of us have a closet full of clothes. So to use what you have to be focused on what you want. And if you can do that by just dressing a certain way, I met, I went and got my hair cut today for you. And, uh, and then after that, I met a girlfriend who's moving to Las Vegas on Saturday for breakfast and we sat and chatted and, and caught up. So I dressed for comfort and to be present and to celebrate, celebrate, you know, the people that I was going to spend time with today. You know, so we, we do dress for other people, but, you know, you, you put out the celebration and, and the wrapping that gives you the, the mindset and the focus and confidence, because I think it's really important that if you're, if you're comfortable with your appearance, as superficial as some would like to make that sound, 
there's tons of scientific proof, quantum proof, that the way you dress impacts the way you act, feel, and project. Yeah. You know, yeah. There's plenty of studies on that. I'm not going to quote any of them right I now, think, but I think any one of us. Them. Right. Yeah. And I really think any one of us, I mean, if we really look deep within on those days where we drag ourselves out of bed and we just literally throw on, you know, the t-shirt the that's way too big or the exercise pants that are too small. Or, I mean, it, 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 it messes with the mind. It does. Right. It doesn't, you know, and if you're setting yourself up for success, right, in whatever it is, whether it's, you know, going out and having coffee with a girlfriend or whether it's actually getting on Zoom, you know, I, I think it's, um, I think it's so important to show up. You know, there's that saying, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Live by it. Right? Love, love it. Right. So it's if you're true. showing up, excuse me, half-assed, you know, on your meetings, which are meetings that, you know, I mean, some of you are listening to the iTunes, some of you are watching this on YouTube so you can actually see. Um, but, you know, if you're showing up and, and not looking like you've, you know, you even talked about this, that, you know, we dress for others. If you're not, it's almost a disrespect in a way, I guess in my mind, to, to show up not dressed for the occasion or whatever. So not only is it not helping me, but it's not necessarily putting it out for the other person. It, exactly. It's kind of like I was taught at an early age, my dear friend Harvey, who passed away a couple years ago, um, my lifelong friend and best friend probably ever, um, when I was younger uh, and he would remind me and drill into me because people would give me compliments and I would go, ah, rah, rah, you know, push them off, push them off. And finally, you know, he would always pull me aside. He was 18 months younger than me. So I was always the older woman, but, uh, but he would remind me, he says, look, he says, if somebody's giving you a compliment, don't insult them, say thank you. So I think if you show up slovenly and the other person has taken time and effort in their appearance, then you're 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 insulting them right. you know so you want to raise the bar you don't want to lower the bar and it's funny because you mentioned carrie murphy i attended the brilliant event which was my first real long you know two and a half day event on on zoom and it was great it wasn't it wasn't the same as being in person i'm not gonna lie yeah. and my butt did not like sit being sat on for two and a half days but um, yesterday, I dressed for the day I wanted, so I wore a really cool sweater on top and jewelry and makeup and did my hair and the whole thing. And on the bottom, I had on pink leopard Victoria's Secret pajama bottoms. <laughs> Love it. Love That's it. who I was yesterday. So I posted it on Instagram and Facebook and stuff today. <laughs> it's like, the truth be told, <laughs> what was below the desk, I wanted to see because you know what? That's what I was feeling. And it wasn't for comfort. I just thought it was funky and, and cool and quirky. And, you know, I just thought, yeah, that's how I want to be. I want to be present and right. you know, engaged. Well, it's allowing your personality to shine through too, right? I think, you know, one thing that I, that I struggled with a few years back was expectations of others of what my personality should be and that it couldn't necessarily show up in my clothing or my jewelry. I mean, it's, you know me and I'm very much, you know, a lot of jewelry, usually a lot of sparkle and, and you know, bigger pieces and whatever, and even, um, and even shoes, you know, it's my blinged out cowboy boots that, um, that somebody once said to me, you're not actually gonna wear those out in public, are you? I'm like, heck yeah, we're in public, right? You know, Why would but, I bought them if I'm not right. Exactly, them? exactly. So, but but allowing your personality to really shine through, 
Yes, absolutely. And first you have to get to it. You have to find out what that is and, mm-hmm. you know, and find out what your style is. And sometimes it takes another person to help kind of, you know, bring it out of you. It's, it's amazing. I, I don't know. God gave me this like 11th sense. I can just talk to somebody on the phone, believe it or not, without even seeing them. And I close my eyes and I listen to them and I, and I, and I can dress them from that. You know, and just because you are who you are. And if you don't listen to it, you need to engage someone who will listen to it, who can listen to and help you and help you because then you can say, you know, you look at the person that's giving you, you know, flack about wearing blinged out cowboy boots. And I'm like, what planet are you from? You know, (laughs) right. No, what, you know, just because you wouldn't wear them doesn't mean you don't have something comparable that you should be wearing that you're not. Right. This is a good point. Really good point. Really good point. If I recall, there is a quiz on your website, a style quiz that has, that kind of talks about some of these different personality yes. styles. Mm-hmm. There's a style quiz. Um, it's, it's free to all and uh, also a follow-up consult so I can talk you through your style. Uh, it's uh, at fashionablywealthy.com and uh, just go over on the top. You'll say style. It says style quiz in red. And it's just a couple of questions, answer a few things, and it'll put you into a bucket. Now, that's not going to be your definitive. I'll help you find your definitive, but it's going to take the sand pile and make it a little bit smaller. Right. So, because you'll probably lap over a little bit in one and a little bit in another, but um, it. But it's just just something to kind of give you a refocus, you know, ask you questions that maybe you don't think about. Because how many of us, okay, I used to be part of this, but how many of us always bought black or tan or navy? Or I, have, I don't have any, well, no, I have some white pants now, although I shouldn't be wearing the white pants, but you know what? That's who I am. It doesn't matter. And so I've got a few extra pounds. It's all okay. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe that there is, a, there's no shoulds. There's no shoulds. Yeah. There's no shoulds in, in your style and in getting dressed because should is what other people put on you. That's a good point. That's a really good point. So I, I wear my white pants proudly. Good. So, <laughs> good. Let me ask you this. I know, you know, what, what's, I know you're going to be continuing to work on the dress for the day you want, not the day you were given. Um, but what else is what what else is next for Bobby Castellino? <laughs> you know, yeah, I already know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I do. But I want you to share because I think it is so cool and it is so oh. much fun. And if you, I mean, are you open to sharing that? With oh, absolutely. Us? And I'll be, I'll tell you the truth, Kathy. It's getting cooler by the day. I can only imagine. <laughs> oh my God, it's just uh, things are coming to me. I'm thinking of things and reaching out to people. Would you? do this or would you contribute and there's a brand new well let me tell me tell you what it is first yeah um i believe zero birthdays are big okay some are bigger than others i just had a really big one okay and i'm not talking about 60 i'm talking about 70. okay i turned 70 on august 15th and typically for big zero birthdays do something memorable take a trip you know buy a car you know jump out of an airplane you know do do something that is absolutely going to be a landmark benchmark for that that birthday and celebration this year with what was going on august 15th was my birthday so i could we couldn't go to italy and greece like i wanted to we couldn't do this we couldn't do that so i said well what can i do 
and I woke up in the middle of the night and some of you will relate to this. I, I have these night, I, in the nighttime, I wake up for about, I go to sleep pretty early, like before 10. So I wake up at, at between like two and four and I kind of go out and roam the cosmos. <laughs> it's when I look at stuff on YouTube. It's, you know, when I just kind of, and so quiet, you can really hear things. So I think it was like two days before my birthday, I woke up in bed and I sat up and I went, oh, so that's what 70 looks like because 70 doesn't have to be old and crickety and bent over and surviving rather than thriving right so i'm writing a book and it's a book about the title is so that's what 70 looks like and the subtitle is the essence of growing of aging gracefully and it's all going to be, it's going to be a coffee table book, eight and a half by eight and a half. And it's going to have about 20 photographs in it. And then I'm going to weave my, my story from my essence point of view through all of that, because my goal is for this to be a legacy piece that, that will help others, regardless of what age they're at, to smooth over some of the potholes. Why step in the same potholes that somebody else has? Why not maybe glide over that and you know deal with it in another way? And I'm really sick and tired of women, and I think we do it to ourselves, of women throwing themselves on the scrap heap, okay, after a certain age. Oh, I, I don't work anymore, so I don't have to wear clothes, or uh, you know, I don't go here and I don't go out much, so I don't have to do this, or you know, I'm not gonna color my hair. I mean, I let I stopped coloring my hair a year ago, so you know, and it's better color than it's ever been <laughs> because <laughs> Mother Nature knew what she was talking doing. But but I'm really tired of that scrap heap stuff, you know, like I'm too old. I'm like, bull, you're not too old. You're not too old. I'm living to 120 strong. And for my last birthday, my 69th birthday, I did flying trapeze on the Santa Monica Pier. So don't tell me you're too old because right. um, that's an excuse. And yep. that's an excuse. And, and I think as you get older, at least as I've gotten older, um, I've, I've realized that, you know, when you quote unquote have less in front of you than you have behind you, you know, in the way of time, time becomes more precious. But I think it's just about now moments, to quote Lori Ladd, you know, it's about now moments. And, and I'm not waiting for anything. Yeah. And I encourage, I encourage the rest of you not to wait for anything. I because agree. you need to go get it, you need to have it, you need to do it, you know. And I'm not saying go crazy. I'm just saying thrive. Right. Thrive. I agree. And celebrate those birthdays. Yeah. They're, they're just a number. I mean, I, I'm right there with you. I mean, I'm only 55, but it's, but I, I, you know, even so the 50, oh, how do you, you know, it's no man, big old party. And it's, it's a celebration of life. It's really celebrating every day that we have here on this planet. Mm -hmm. yeah. So let me ask you, um, uh, what do you, one question before my final question, um, you know, how would you, for you define success? Well, it's interesting because I've studied human design with Beth Davis for the last two and a half years and success is part of my profile. So success for me is when the desired impact is accomplished. Yeah, I love that. 
I think right. I think that's the best way I could describe it because it's not money, it's not fame, it's not anything, but those small things, you know, like even just smiling at somebody who's walking down the street who has a long look on their face and getting them to smile back. Mm -hmm. That's success. Yeah. Thinking of something or remembering someone and thinking of sending them a note or, you know, doing something nice for them just because or just letting them know you were thinking of them. That's success. Love it, love it, awesome. So I know we gave them the, the URL for, um, for the style quiz, but let's go back to that for a second. If somebody wants to connect with you, where can, you know, let's talk about all the places they can find you. <laughs> okay, well, just punch in the word fashionably wealthy and I'll pop up all over the place. So <laughs> I'm on Instagram as fashionably wealthy by Bobby, because somebody has fashionably wealthy, they have three followers, I think, and I just don't want to stir the pot. So I think I'll just leave it at that. Um, I have two Facebooks. One is my name, Bobby Castellina Lewis, and the other one is Fashionably Wealthy. And my website, which I'm very proud of, uh, is fashionablywealthy.com. Awesome. Wonderful. So be sure that you get over there and connect and, and that quiz is so much fun. You got to get on there and, and take that and have a consultation with Bobby as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. I look forward to it. I, you know, and my purpose is to help people feel good about themselves. So the free consult is no joke. Um, you know, I, I treat everyone like they're a high, high paying customer. So a client, so it's a, you know, so take it, take advantage, please. Love it. Awesome. So let me ask my final question that I ask all of the uh, interviewees. I know. What makes you a yes, I can woman? Well, I'm female. <laughs> this is true. That's why. <laughs> and yes, I say yes to just about everything because I know I can. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Yes, you do. You are very much a yes, I can woman. I have not seen anything stop you. You've got an idea, you get it done. And um, yeah, I love it. And you support all the others along the way. Oh, that's so, big. That's love big. It. Love you. Um, and as my son would say, he says, uh, a, a rising tide lifts all ships. Yes, that's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, Bobby, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us today. Um, and your story and your upcoming book. I'm super excited to, uh, to see that all come to fruition. Um, for all of our listeners and watchers, thank you for joining us today on Yes, I Can Living. If you have not yet subscribed to our magazine, please go over to yesicanliving.com and be sure to subscribe. If you wanna just get the print edition, all you gotta do is add your address. Um, and if you just wanna read online, you can do that too. And we'll send a weekly newsletter with a recap of the latest stories that have hit the website that week. Anyway, we hope you have a great week and um, I hope you have a week full of living your yes. All right, until next time, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.